hey, now, where are we? Here. What time is it now? And we're under Miraji's blanket. And in a way of, you know, you might not say Miraji. You might say the great spaghetti monster to reference uh, Richard Dawkins, the holy atheist. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I have today. and we're under, So in the metaphor of under Miraji's blanket, are you can take it as literal is just that we're all connected. It's all one. It's not separate. Uh, so everybody just settle back into the podcast, settle into the moment and just let the listening happen and use this as a consider using this as a practice. If you feel yourself, you're noticing your mind's reactions and you're like, well, I didn't like what someone said. Then just notice that and return to the moment and keep going into the love, love, love. And Yay, we have Danny Goldberg on this show again. Hey, Danny. Hi. It's good to have you back on the show. Well, nice to talk to you. Well, you know, you'll appreciate this. I was just listening to Rock and Rolls. Apparently, Danny, you have this other podcast on the Be Here Now Network, and I couldn't help but peruse some of the episodes. Well, that was that was a few years ago. I did I did it, and it was really fun. But I just found it too uh, too much work, honestly, and so I I, I suspended it. Uh, you know, uh, but I did about thirty of them. Um, I forget what year it was, but it was at least four or five years ago. Well, you know, they're, they're hitting. There's so many gems in there. There, he's like, you know, okay, it was five years ago. A lot of that stuff's about Trump, and people might find it not relevant. But all that is relevant. You know, it's like, um, oh, no, I was really proud of it. We didn't talk about politics much on it. It was really about trying to just being spiritual and still functioning in the world. You know, I I did one with Wavy Gravy and, uh, you know, I'm forgetting some of the other people. But it was uh, it was I, I like doing it. But then I just sort of ran out of people to talk to and. I got preoccupied with other things, but they're all up there. And I'm, I'm, if you look at the list of people, there were some interesting folks uh, that, you know, it was fun conversations. Yeah. You have like, uh, you have that author about the, did the Beatles spiritual book. The first episode you talk about Hilda, you got Paul Krasner on there. You have Ragu. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 I did. I think I did two with Krasner. He was the first one. And I, uh, I'm glad I got him while he was still alive and uh, Tom Hayden while he was still alive. But, uh, yeah, it was a, it was an eclectic group of folks and, uh, it, it, I'm, I'm proud of it, but it's been, it, again, it's, it's, it's a, they're, they're not time sensitive in the sense that they were talking about current events or what was in the newspapers, but they were like from four or five years ago. Yeah. It's beautiful. And, uh, you know, a lot of the sixties is referenced in the episodes I listened to a lot. And, uh, you know, you might have heard this, like someone will go to a psychic and they'll tell him, like, you were Joan of Arc in your past life or something like that. And, uh, you know, and someone might go on a hyper spiritualized ego trip about it and they feel they're very special. But it, what's cool about, I say, is, um, well, we're all, from my perspective, we all were Joan of Arc in a past life. So, you know, you could take a look at your own incarnation and your own individual legend for, like mine, for example, that is ultimately not me it's just my incarnation baba here love or whatever no that i felt like listening you're so reading uh, in search of the lost court or listening to that and you know learning all about cia mk ultra and this kind of stuff 
and understanding the Black Panthers and Martin Luther King and all this stuff about the 60s, you, you could literally, I feel, just access all the baby boomers and just be like a child of the baby boomer generation to uplift the elders of society as best we can. What do you have to say about like the, that issue of the elders? We're forgetting the elders somehow that's connected to maybe the 60s or something. I don't know, um, you know, uh, about um, elders exactly. Um, I just, uh, I just tried to, you know, talk about stuff I know or that I want to know about. Um, I, I don't think there's any particular uh, time period that's any, you know, uh, more vibey than any other one. I mean, if I could pick a time period, I mean, it'd be wonderful to be on earth when Jesus was on the earth, you know, uh, but you know, there's, there's a lot of different time periods. I, I I just, I just, uh, I think certain values though, and certain ideas are not about time. You know, they're about, uh, they're about, um, either ethics or about love, you know, or things like that. And so, so for those kind of things, it doesn't really matter whether it's the 1960s, the 1860s, the 1560s, it's just, uh, you know, there's certain basic things about the universe that, that are the same. And to me, as I get older, I like to tune in on the things that are the same because all the material things change so fast, you know, and it's it's just good to tune in on the part of myself. And I would say this for everybody that's that's not like just kind of a, a prisoner of time. Uh, Dr. King had this great quote where he said, um, Although we live in the colony of time, uh, we owe our allegiance to the empire of eternity. Yeah. So, so he saw time as like a colony, but the empire of truth is eternity. So, I, you know, easy to say it, not always so easy to live that way, but it's an aspiration to try to tune into that, The you know, especially <laughs> time goes by. Time goes by so fast, so it's nice to be tuned into something that's not changing. Yeah, time keeps on slipping, slipping into the future. Yes, as Steve Miller said, yes. Yeah. Fly like an eagle. Yeah, um, it, it, I'm returning to the moment. You know, it's like these reminders. Uh, it's funny because I was talking to my mom the other day, and she's like, "Don't you don't have to always remind me about the here and now. And it, it, it was just the way she said it was just so poignant. Is that you know, yeah, there is that part of my mother that is like my mother, my biological mother. But then, of course, that's the colony of time, mother. She will be, she's born and she dies. And that becomes something else. You know, it's all that energy transformation and all these levels, the colony of time, all the illusion of time. But then he's talking about the empire. In the empire, it's the divine mother. It's God or, or the holy one or say even a Zen bastard realize God maybe I think Paul okay. Krasner reference Zen Bastard you know yeah 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 that was his title Paul for those who don't know was um, he published a magazine called The Realist from it started in the early 60s maybe the late 50s even and it went on up until probably the 90s you know there's about 40 years worth of it and during the 60s and 70s it was incredible um incredibly plugged into the counterculture. He was close friends with Ram Dass and with a lot of other people 
both political and spiritual that were that were you know um kind of outsiders radicals reformers whatever you want to call them and and um in the magazine you know they usually have this masthead where somebody's the publisher the editor the associate editor and and he always listed himself his title as zen bastard so uh you know that was that was paul krasner he always liked to do things differently but all of the realist is online i think it's all archived and um, if anybody's curious, you know, again, about counterculture, of the 60s and 70s, it's one of the best uh, connectors I know out there. And it's it's all there. He got someone to digitize it and put it up online before he died. You know, that brings up an amazing uh, subject is about my, what's going on in the modern world is, uh, you know, I, I hear people being down on social media and what's going on with freedom of speech and all these kind of issues on all these different sides. But you at the fingertip of a, a folk, a bozo in New, New Jersey or some guy in Utah, Utah in a trailer, he could do a smartphone access the Tibetan archives, CIA files, Krasner realist archives, and all this like hidden gems of our, of our uh, uh, history, our, her story or our story. And my my phone just got low on battery, so I'm plugging it in. See, multitasking. They say a man can't multitask. I'm here and now letting it happen. But it did distract me a little bit. So, Danny, what was I even talking about? Man, I, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, my phone just said 10%. And then I'm like on a roll. And then all of a sudden, boom. But I'm like, well, that, you know, I guess we'll just let that go. Something about Paul Krasner. Oh, how about we start with this, Danny? And he, Jim Morrison, American Prayer, he quotes, um, moths and atheists are doubly divine and dying. And I feel that relates to maybe Krasner, if you could comment on that, maybe. I don't understand it. What, say it again. But Jim Morrison, in this really cool poem, says, moths and atheists are doubly divine and dying. What could that mean? Anything coming up for you about that? Are you not good at this lyric interpretation, huh? I don't know, man. I just don't really <laughs> understand it. Atheists, or say it one more time. I so All much right. apologize. My mind wandered, uh, you know. Uh, that's okay. Just keep returning to the here and now. One, yeah. you can, that's the thing. We can't even get to the door without one pointed concentration. And still, yeah. paradoxically, we are here and now. Yeah. All right. Moths and atheists are doubly divine and dying i have no idea what that means so uh i think everybody is divine so you know therefore because if there's one god one truth then then every everybody and every being is part of that one thing so but why why particularly to focus on moths and atheists i guess that's just poets i guess just jim Morrison just thought it was a cool juxtaposition of words um you know, as far as dying goes, um, you know, they obviously all physical form uh, is is impermanent, as the Buddhists say. You could call that dying, and then there's a soul or some essence that's that's not dying. So, you know, but I like I like uh, I thought Jim Morrison was a good rock artist. I I, I I'm not like uh, he's to me not on the apex of 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 greatness but he's he's I, I like i like um i like a lot of the doors records you know but i don't really i don't know what it is about moths and atheists that he was trying to get at but uh 
uh, you know, generally speaking, I get along better with atheists than I do with moths. I mean, moths, <laughs> you know, uh, if you have uh, sweaters or anything like that, and they eat holes in them. I mean, in the cosmic scheme of things, that's uh, that's uh, that's their dharma. But for me, I'd rather keep my sweaters without the holes. Atheists, on the other hand, are just human beings that don't uh, believe in uh in God, you know, and that's based on their experience, I guess, you know, I, I always prefer the concept of agnostic. I can understand that, which means not knowing and not knowing to me is the beginning of wisdom anyway, to know the limits of the human rational mind. Uh, but why anyone could be absolutely certain that there's no God is a little mystifying to me. I could certainly understand anyone questioning it, but to have certainty that that this physical world is all that exists to me is, 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 uh, that's as a kind of a fundamentalist attitude that I don't really get. But on the other hand, there are people that self-define as atheists. Some of them are just brilliant, beautiful people and, you know, whatever they have to say to themselves to get through the day, God bless them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is a mystifying mystery. Yeah. You might say. Yeah. Again, I understand the, the agnostic thing. I, I would say there are moments, a lot of moments when I'm agnostic where I just don't know. And then, you know, I have practices and habits of trying to tune back in. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But, uh, you know, ardent, hardcore atheists, I think a lot of people who that way, they, their feelings were hurt by intolerant religious people. And they kind of lumped any all religions together as being irrational or intolerant because of the personal experience they had. But, you know, if people haven't had the experience, they haven't had the experience. You can't get mad at them for that. We might say they're just addicted to their thoughts because, you know, you have to, to get to where we are right now. You just have to go in between the thoughts and, you know, thoughts are a very low level because uh, from my perspective, which is the truth, there are infinite levels of consciousness, like the physical universe. That's all they believe in the material plane. That's it. Just like you stub your toe and you throw a rock and it goes over there and there might be like more aspects to it, like curves in space but they couldn't imagine a god and and that sort of thing because like of their they're maybe carrying on their storyline and what is the storyline a collection of thoughts i am joe i go to mcdonald's every day you know and that's you know what i'm saying uh let's jump to israel I let's just jump. I look, I can't help it. I gotta I pay attention to the geopolitics and I just have to jump yeah yeah it's you. You okay with jumping to what's going on in Israel? I'll I'll try. You know, it's such a painful subject, yeah. and uh, I don't pretend to have any unique wisdom about it. But I certainly wouldn't avoid talking about it if that's what you want to talk about. It's yes, I'd like to talk sit, about it as we it's, sit here. You know, I don't know when people will hear this, but it's a Friday afternoon, New York time, and you know, a lot of a lot of people are dying over there. It's kind of uh, kind of heartbreaking the whole situation. You know. Uh, but what 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 in particular were your thoughts? Well, I just oh, the the um the element of the one cause and react. It's just, it's just going back and forth and just like what the solution um that Noam Chomsky is talking about. Noam Chomsky was addressing how the United States is supporting this and the UN's against this and so on. And I feel that's not understanding at all that's geopolitics and that's all cool and all but like it's a system and it's all corporations i just go back to a simple way for the common person to understand this kind of stuff is watch the movie network 
And uh, you get to this part where Howard Beale goes into the office and talks to the capitalist, and the capitalist explains that he's God, that we're all, it's all connected. And say a business deal might, it, that is just as important as the weather and the forces of the universe. And uh, these are uh, like treaties and, and all that, like, and he, Howard Beale is stuck in the America mindset, our nations, and we could have something different and so on. When the capital's like, no, it's just all corporations and ebb and flow of money. And that's and that's how I see it. I see it as, like I've said before in the show, capitalism is a caterpillar. Then we go into cocoon since the 60s, and we're still in the cocoon. And the cocoon's going to last a long haul. You know, it's not going to be probably the next 10 years we have a utopia or anything like that. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't know what to say, man. There's a lot of different things you said. Um, but um, I I would just say this about Noam Chomsky. He's a brilliant guy, and I admire a lot of what he's written, but I don't agree with everything he says, you know. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just know that for sure, um, you know, uh, it's better, you know, kill, killing innocent, killing civilians is... Uh, you, you know, um, just to make a point uh, is uh, to me uh, to me a bad thing. It's an evil thing, and it's uniquely bad. You know, it's in warfare, civilians do get killed. I'm against. I've been against every war that's come along in my lifetime from an American point of view. But um, you know, when people, it, it's I, I, I you know, we're, we live in a different world than the people who live in Israel do. They, you know, and. Uh, I don't envy, I, I don't like a lot of the policies of their government, but I also think it's just in a moment like this, the horror of what just happened there. Uh, I have enormous empathy for, for them. Now, uh, what's going to go on now with other people being killed, the Palestinian civilians being killed, that's terrible. Also, I just don't know. I, I don't understand enough about the situation to really know exactly what the exact perfect response would be so i'm i'm just trying to bear witness to it and uh, you're and perfect my heart open are, i respect the humanity of i re- respect the humanity of people on, on 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 both sides of it but uh you know i do think there's something uniquely bad about about um killing civilians for no reason except to make a point you know it, that to me is different from civilians being killed in the middle of a war you know but i'm i Again, I'm not there, and I, I don't pretend to be an expert on it. All right, well, imagine, like, I'm Mr. Capitalist, man. So, like, you be talking all this peace talk and, yeah, ethics, but I have to play the stock market. There's got to be deals to be made. Stocks go up. Like, the military and just these defense contractors, you know, come on, man, what do you expect me to do? This is all, it's my job here in the Pentagon. I am I am playing the stock market, and you're telling me this is wrong. What am I supposed to do about it? Go stop. Go to Israel and say stop this, and go to Palestinians and say stop this. You know, and I'm just like kind of putting myself in the shoes of someone at that level, is they might be sympathetic to these ideas, but where do you start? What what would that person do in that individual level at that class level of a high class like a very rich connected person in the military and so on or a capitalist billionaire connected people say one starts to be like hey this is all connected and i'm for changing this how would how would these people start to change maybe 
or would you give well, them Well, there's idea? there's there's different opinions about uh, about how to organize society. You know, um, uh, I just don't. I just feel it's such a. a I, I I I really don't feel comfortable. Look, I've been involved uh, with uh, groups that they're very critical of. Uh, the current Israeli government uh, within within Israel, a lot of a lot of people there feel it's been wrong that the occupation has been wrong and that uh, things like that. But but the pain right now of the society is so great, and for understandable reasons, you know, uh, that's sort of where my heart right now is. And in terms of arguing out the different policy options for either the United States government or the Israeli government. I just don't think I know. I'm not the expert on it, man. I'm a rock manager. I've written about different things, you know, but I, you know, I'm just not comfortable, um, you know, uh, going beyond the idea of of praying that there's this little pain. Well, prayer is important. You talk about prayer on rock and rolls a lot. So how you, what would your prayer be for the situation? Would you pray? Well, my prayer is, my prayer is uh, peace and justice. You know, how God decides to implement those things is up to the divine wisdom of, of of God. You know, uh, you know, peace without justice can be slavery. You know, I mean, so you can't just only pray for peace to me if you're going to be morally, uh, awake because um, you, 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 you know, uh, slavery could give peace if, if people don't protest, you know. Uh, on the other hand, justice with, you know, is subjective. So I just, I just pray that, that, that there's um, a way of, 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 uh, you know, people in that part of the world uh, coexisting and raising their families and worshiping the way they want to and not killing each other. But, you know, there's no question that what just happened is uniquely horrible. And I'm not going to try to pretend that's not true in, 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 in my heart. But I, I just, I, you know, I, I just, I pray, I pray for peace and justice. That's, that's what I can pray for. And I pray for individuals that I know who feel threatened and that they're safe, you know, because that's what's within my consciousness is what I can be aware of is what I know. I can't be aware of what I don't know. That is beautiful. And, you know, um, it reminds me uh, as far as this, my storyline, my incarnation, it's not really my storyline. It's our story. But um, these rabbis, I bet. I, well, yeah, I'm pretty sure one was, the, I'm sure one was a rabbi. The other guy was a Holocaust survivor. This one rabbi, who was so funny so beautiful and he taught a Kabbalah class and he told me he knew this really good rabbi that would still take uh, LSD before every time he would uh, do uh, what is it? his uh, rabbi thing. He'd go up there to the the temple or uh, I'm not sure what it's called right now but you know the, the synagogue yes and then he'd do that right before and this guy was really fun in class and then and then I met the other guy, Professor Khan, and it's just is such a juicy story of combining the cosmic humor of it all. Like the one rabbi is more cosmic humor and then the pain and the suffering of the Jewish people, because it was like and understanding how some have made it in this world. And that, what's wrong with that? That's great. That's once you understand the whole history in Europe, it's like so much a relief because I, I got to study with this Holocaust guy survived Auschwitz with his dad. 
And he got to teach me personally with this heart and soul, like bleeding the Jewish love all over me. And, and just like, like he's the Jewish Christ and I'm feeling it in class right there in college. And it's so wonderful. And this guy, he like, there are other people in class, like who cares? They're going to go do their, I just want to get through the day and do my studies. But me and him are really connecting on those levels. There's some other people on that level, but it was like, we're all one. Yes, yes, yes. But like he, I was it was just so interesting that history and then one day he's with his uh his wife and she's having problems in the hospital and he sees my paper and he stops the whole class and then goes on about my paper and then takes me in the room privately instead of like some professors taking the young chick in there and be like hey well she's over 18 I'm gonna bang her right here in the office instead of something like that this guy is like saying he saw the worst in humanity Danny the worst and he looks me right in the eye, man to man, and says, you're a good man. Like, that that changed my life, man. It's like, that's like, the, that, mm. well, I think what we're getting at here is the praying about it and the compassion and the empathy. Uh, and the, and also not forgetting there is humor. There's Mel Brooks in this world. And like understanding the cosmic humor and that there is that cosmic empire of the now beyond time. It brings it together. So is it really that important to have really complex political discussions all the time about it is that spinning in circles i mean or it, it needs a heart it needs a heart well, it depends it depends what your particular job is you know or as they would say your your dharma i mean i, I you know i think you just got to kind of deal with the what's in front of you as best you can you know uh I, I, I just, again, I, I, I feel a lot of sadness about what's going on right now. That's, uh, I understand that's part of the cosmic plan that's beyond my human understanding, but within my brain, you know, I, I feel great sadness about, the, about the, the families of the people who are dead, both, uh, you know, Israelis and Palestinians, but this did start with an unprovoked or, you know, with, 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 with this attack so i just i just don't know i i don't know what else to say man you know i just uh well you know uh, there's uh, nothing really to say there's nothing to do there's nowhere to go and when it comes to emotions like sadness or thoughts or any kinds of emotions there's a simple like what you were saying about right in front of you like just allow all the emotions like it, you never push any of this away hilda charlton says uh, something about like as you climb up the mountain, there's a time or something in the spiritual journey where you get to these places in your journey that are really dark and no one wants to really look there or something. I'm not sure what the quote exactly was, but uh, the bravery it takes in that journey to look at those places of maybe Carl Jung levels of consciousness in this dark demonic levels and just be like, OK, about it and embrace all the sadness and pain that comes with that. And the horror of life. Uh, yeah, that's a little that. too intellectual. For, that's a little too intellectual <laughs> for me. I just, I okay. just try to go with, with, uh, you know, when I'm, when I'm in a place, I, I just try to think of the name of different names of God, whether it's Krishna Rama, or Hail Mary, or Jewish tradition, Shema Yisrael, or the Nayeluhenu. You know, try to, try to let God figure it out. You know, I, 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 I've never been someone who could get into the metaphysics of figuring out intellectually all that stuff you don't I, I just, gotta figure I, it out i just intellectually. I, 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 I try to i i try to, to if, if if i can't feel love i just you know 
ask God to help me love, you know, that's, 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 you know, and, and that, that's my approach to it. I, I, my brain just, you, you know, I, I can't go through, there's people who have written thousands of pages, really brilliant people to, to try to break down the metaphysics of it and that where you are in the journey and all that stuff. I, 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 to me, it's just about trying to get into a place of love and then, and then the love activates the brain, you know, instead of the brain, kind of trying to control the love you know that's that's my thing but everybody's got their own way of dealing with the universe you know and uh, that's uh that's sort of the subject of your podcast i guess so you know fuck we you know one one uh, one second at a time one minute at a time well yeah you brought it back home to uh, our listeners and to us all of us it's about love and love is within our hearts and you know all this Really, what it comes down to is I hope people are paying attention to what he is rambling about right now, because I'm not even talking right now. I'm stepping back as much as I can into each moment of love, and I'm feeling love right now. Love, love, love. And we are reaching perfect timing, Danny, the end of the show. And I really appreciate you um, doing the show again, Danny. And you're you're my friend, and I and love is what it's about. All right. Well, yeah. I, I very li- I, I very much treasure our connection and uh, happy to do this uh, whenever it, it fits both of our schedules. I, I love to you and anyone listening. And let's just uh, try to send light into the world, light into the hearts and minds of human beings that we treat each other better. Yes. And uh, you can check out Danny Goldberg, uh, his website. And remember uh, the love within you right now. Where are we here? What time is it now? This has been Under the Blanket Podcast. Love, love, love. Ram, 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 rama, rama, rama. Remember, be here now. All right. Later, man. Bye. Bye bye.